You're now tuned in to Life Song Radio, a weekly podcast dedicated to accurately studying the Word of God in a comprehensive and biblical manner. Listen in as hosts Phil Ramsey and Blake Shankel dig into the Word line by line, verse by verse, leaving no stone unturned. Grab your Bible and your notebook and get prepared to study the living, breathing, active Word of God. Now, here are your hosts of Life Song Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Life Song Radio. My name is Blake Shankle and along with me is Mr. Phil Ramsey. Hello, Phil. Hello, Blake. Good, good to see you. Good to see you. You're yeah. going, looks like you got your, you ain't got your hair do done, no. you got a hat on. Yep. You've been hunting or something. Yep. It's been that time of year. Doesn't kill. Look at it. Sends me a pic. I, I just got back out of the woods a few minutes ago. Every day I'm getting a picture. And I, I said, he got a text from like, oh, he didn't kill another monster buck. So you didn't <laughs> kill three bucks this year. Uh, Four. Really? Yeah. It's been a good year. Three's the limit. So no, if there are any game wardens watching, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of year hunting. I love to hunt. Yeah. As you can see, we're in our we're in what we call the skinning shed. So yeah. if you were able to pan this camera around, you'd be able to see all kinds of tools yeah, for skinning like out. Yeah, that's just my where I come out and hang yeah. out. That's yeah. when my wife gets upset at me. We come out here and we. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're out here a lot. Though, I am out here a lot, <laughs> but no, it's good to be back today, Phil. Just back in another, uh, just uh, the word. Uh, we're so glad to have you, our audience, back today listening to us and uh so thankful um that where we find ourselves today in romans chapter 12 man you you and i we've been talking about this a lot lately it's just really just we've only been on two verses for the past three weeks but yet yeah. it's it's really monumental verses well last week when we stopped recording black and i just looked at ourselves and says we, we, we need another week yeah. there's so much application so much things we need to know in order to live our lives the way god intends us to live it and right. and that's really what we're going to talk about today and we're going to answer some pretty pretty big questions as a matter of fact probably one of the number one questions that that not only younger people have but older people too we're going to answer what is god's will for your life yeah we're going to answer that Young person, are you are you dating a girl? Mm-hmm. And if you want to know if that's God's will for your life, we're going to let you know if it is. Yeah. If you're dating him, is this the guy that I'm supposed to marry? Guess what? Stay tuned. We're going to let you know if he's the guy. Or a job. The, yeah, I was about to say a job. Yeah, yeah, what about that? What job should I choose? Yeah. Where should I live? Mm. Where should I go to college? What should I do? Guess what? We're going to answer those questions today, yeah, and they are to be known. It's right. not a mystery. No. God's will is not a mystery. We treat it like it is, but it's not a mystery. It is to be known. We treat God's will today as if, um, yeah, like you said, it, it, as if this is mystical thing that yeah. we need to uh, almost. It's almost to the point where you heads or tails, you know, or lay, you know, lay out a fleece. Listen for God's voice. In these things, right? Uh, uh, w- look for visions, look for signs, look for dreams and stuff like that. But that's not how God communicates with us today. No, and we, not. in fact, we mentioned this last week. And you and I, and, and if anybody our li- uh, our listeners know is, is we're the authority of scripture yeah. sola scriptura, right? We all go back to to scripture and how scripture is profitable for everything. 
you know, it, it, as, as Timothy talks about. And so um, uh, it, it's good, it's perfect, and that's what we rely upon is the Word of God. And so well, the reason why we're talking about this will of God here is is that it was in our scripture last week, and we I want to read that, Phil, kind of just get us into that if you, if you don't have anything else. But I'm just going to back up to Romans 12, uh, verse 1, and that's where we're at. We find ourselves, Paul says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, and which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And here, here's where we're we landing today. So that you may prove what the will of God is. There's where we're kind of, we want to um, hash that out a little bit more. Yeah. That, But that which is good and acceptable and perfect, that will of God is good, acceptable, and perfect. And so we want to kind of talk about that a little bit. Phil, tell me a little bit about God's will. Why? First of all... <clears throat> There's two kinds of wheels. There he is, and uh, you have you have a determined will that we'll we'll read a few scriptures in a minute that talk about that, which means it's been settled, it's been determined, it will happen no matter what. That's God's determined will. Is there another word you would call that? Sovereign, Sovereign will, uh, yeah. determined mm-hmm. will. Uh, like the cross, uh, the cross is is it's settled. Though though humans made free choices in order to, and that played into his death. It was God's will that Christ die, that Christ come into the world, that he live, that he go into Jerusalem, and he die at the very day and hour that he did. That was God's sovereign will, right? Yeah, decorative will is yeah. another word that theologians use as well. But this is the will, Phil, that 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 will not be thwarted right. of God. This is the will that's going to come to fruition regardless of what man does, regardless of anything. You, this is a will you do not stop. This is this is in fact this is what uh, Psalm says in chapter thirty three, verse six through ten. He says uh, the psalmist says, "By the word of the Lord the heavens were made." Mm-hmm. And by the breath of his mouth, all their host, he gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord nullifies the counsel of the nations. He frustrates the plans of the people. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation. And the psalmist just going on, just reaffirming just this sovereign will of God, how it goes from generation to generation. Nothing can stop it. Go ahead. You got it. Do you have well, another I scripture? Just, uh, before, we, before we get to that, I just want to, God's will is, like we said earlier, it's to be known. And in the Psalms, David said that. He says, teach me, teach me to do thy will. Notice he didn't say, Teach me to understand your will. Yeah. Uh, teach me to know your will, to help me find your will, to reveal or disclose your will. He said, "Teach me to do your will." So it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a matter of information. It was simply a matter of obedience. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Sure. So so David he he knows the will. So he needs God in order to fulfill and to obey to obey His will. So. It's not a, a it's not a matter of knowing, it's a matter of doing. So basically, we need God's power in order to do it. 
Psalm 119 really feel the oh. whole song. Oh, you got to read that. It, it's it what it, it's it I, it's so long, <laughs> but uh, but you'd be in it for days. But if you read that, if you just take it day by day, it's, it just talks about the word and how the faithful faithfulness of the word and how he the psalmist is to be obedient to the word of God. And and this is the will of God that he's talking about is that he's to be obedient to the Word of God. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more, but there's some other verses that t- discuss this sovereign will of God. In fact, Isaiah 46, 9, do you have that one? That's a good one. Uh, to... Isaiah 46, maybe, maybe not. I Let's got see. it. Hold on, I, I think I got it. Yeah, I got it. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring, now here's the, the sovereign, determined will of God. Verse 10, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will accomplish all my purpose. God has a will. And it's going to happen. Yeah, it is. Uh, this will is mysterious. This 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 will, this sovereign will. We said God's will is not mysterious. This will is mysterious yeah. at times. This is a will that we do not know. This is the providence of will. There's yeah. there's some things that we don't know how things work out. Right there. This is yeah. this this decorative sovereign will is the, the prophecy. For example, he's given us a broad stroke of it, but yet we still don't know how everything's going to play out with prophecy. The, yeah. the prophets didn't know that at the time. They just knew was they just kind of see the, the the peaks of the of the mountains, not yeah. but not the valleys and stuff. But yet these are uh, God's sovereign will is 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 um, it's going to be accomplished throughout history. Uh, by divine providence, but there's also the other will. Uh, it's God's moral will, if you will. This is now, and this is the the this is the human side of things, if you will. The other side was the God side of things that only He knows, Him and the the Godhead, the Trinity. But now we come to the God's prescribed will, if you will, or His moral will. And, and you can here's the thing. This is the this is the part that you were talking about other earlier is. What is God's will for my life? I just don't know what God's will for my life is. I don't know who he wants me to marry. I, I want to do God's will, but but I don't know if it's this guy or this guy, or do I take this job or that job, or do I do I go down this street or that street, it, down to choices, right? What is God's will for my life here? That's a question that I hear all the time, and and it's almost as if those people that have asked that have really never looked at the scriptures and and seen where God has said, "This is my will for your life." Uh, the the God's will we can here's the thing, we can know God's will. It, there is no mis- mystery to it. We can know it without a shadow of the doubt. We can know exactly what it is He wants for our life. You hear me? Exactly what God wants for our life. He spells it out tremendously in Scripture. Yeah. In fact, in fact, let's just start with this. There's there's ten cannons aimed at us that tell us His will. He says, "Don't take any idols before Me. I should be your only God. Don't kill anybody. That that's the will of God for your life. Don't do that. Don't lie. Don't steal. Don't uh, don't have have an adulterous affair. Don't look at upon a woman with lust. Don't covet something. These are God's wills, but it goes on and on." Yeah, and uh, there's here's the differences in the two wills. God's will, His sovereign decree, will will never fail. Right. The human will will fail. 
<laughs> it, it probably fails. It yeah. fails daily. Did you know, Blake, that it's God's will that you not sin? Absolutely. Are you going to sin? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So on on the, on the God sovereign side, there's no failure, but on the human side, there's failure. Right. We we can't one hundred percent of the time be walking. Now we're we, we're responsible to do that. We have. How do we know it's God's will? You said it. We have the book. We have the Bible. We have His law. We have His statutes. This is God's will for our life. So, so we are to to obey those, but we're going to fail. Yeah. God doesn't fail. We fail. Absolutely. Now we we we're successful a lot. We, we you know we do obey. If you're not obeying, I would say you have a dead faith. But we're not going to be able to fully obey God in everything. That's why we need a Savior. Well, it, it, that's exactly right. We, we need the Savior, and, but there will be one day where we are in our glorified bodies, and we'll be able to do that. We'll be able to do God's per, His will perfectly. But until then, we're striving to do this, like Paul says, is to prove the will of God mm-hmm. by the that this is the this is the point we're not to be conformed to the world but we're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we can do the will of God Phil yeah. so th- if you're conformed to the world to the world and you're saying if you're saying man I really want to do the will of God but yet you're living in sin and first of all if you're not saved you can't do the will of God right. because here's the first thing that you you know the first will of God really. Yeah. Is, is that you're saved? Yeah. That yeah. that's the number one thing. That the will of God is that you're saved. So you really, you really can't go any further than that. Yeah. No, you, that's the first. That's yeah. the first domino that has to yeah, fall. You can't do anything else as far as what Scripture says apart from first being saved, and that's God's will. It's a, but you know what? Let's there's a, there's a tension. I want let me just tell you the tension between God's sovereign will. Yeah. And 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 then then the wheel that I'm going to read you about Ephesians one eleven says this is God's sovereign will in Him we have obtained an inheritance having be having been predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to to the counsel of Phil's will. Now, I'm, oh, I can't. No, missed, I don't, yeah, yeah. Wrong glasses. You, okay, you the, is that the KJV? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no. Him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Mm-hmm. So we are adopted. We're predestined. Why? Because of God's will. But there's another side to it. Here's the tension. You said the first thing that's got to happen is it's God's will that that we be saved. Hey, First Timothy 2.3 says, This is good and pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Second uh, Peter chapter 3, verse 9 yeah. says the same thing. It, well, it backs it up. It says this. Uh, as I'm getting there, I am there now. Uh, the Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but it is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. This is, this again, God's will, wanting, not wanting any to perish, yeah. but yet repent. Yeah. So, so the first thing we have to see here, one of God's will, the God's will is in this prescribed will, more will for mankind is to be saved. Yeah. In fact, he, he doesn't, in fact, it's so much a will, it's a command. He commands yeah. us to be saved. Yeah. So that's the will of God. And another thing that God so that, that kind of goes right there hand in hand. Once you're saved, guess what you're given? You're given the Holy Spirit. 
mm-hmm. as a as a gift. The Holy Spirit's there as the interpreter. He's there as the comforter. He's there as Teacher, the down deposit uh, guarantee. Absolutely. So we so we see this, but then he we uh, Ephesians chapter five talks about this. But we're to be spirit filled. Yeah. Well, let let me read this to go yeah. along with their first point. John six thirty eight. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of Him who sent me. And this is the will of Him who sent me. Interesting. That I should lose nothing of all that He has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in Him should have eternal life, and I will raise Him up on the last day. First Corinthians two nine, but it's written what no, and you're talking about the Spirit here, right? Having the Holy Spirit, apart from having the Holy Spirit, this we're gonna have some issues here. First Corinthians two nine, but as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor the the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love Him. So apart from the Holy Spirit and being born again, and and trusting Christ, you can't know this. If you are saved, you can know. If you're not saved, you cannot That's right. know. That's right. And there, there goes to the conforming of the world, yeah. right? He, he talks about, and again, being conformed to the world, you're not going to know the will of God. Being transformed by the renewing of your mind, meaning being knowing God's word, doing God's work in obedience, what he has commanded, you will know the will of God. He says it. And, that, yeah. and, and, and how has that happened? Because... First of all, we have the Holy Spirit within us, who mm-hmm. is our teacher. But yet now we're now we're transformed. Now we're a new creature. Now we love the Word of God. Now we 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 dive in upon the Word of God. We eat the Word of God. I mean that and that that's that the spirit filled kind of thing going on, on to that is. And first of all, let me back up. I love what you said because because it's there's no ambiguity. There's no misinterpreting what you just read about the will of God. In fact, it says this is the will of God. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so for you that maybe have questioned, what is the will of God for my life? If you're listening, that's the first thing. Be saved. Be saved. The second thing I think here again, like I talked about, was this this spirit filled Ephesians chapter five verse seventeen says this. It says, um, "So there, so then, do not be foolish." That that's what he's talking. He's talking about. Don't be. Don't be foolish. Don't d- know that God's will can be understood. Yeah, don't don't be say ignorant. that. It, yeah. Don't say that. Oh, I just don't know God's will. Oh, that's foolish. It, it is. It's ignorant. Is what he says. Yeah. Uh, that's a strong word. But the Greek really talks about that being being ignorant. Don't don't operate in ignorance and foolishness. But but you need to understand. Here's what he says. But understand what the will of God is. So if you're sitting there today. And I'm not trying to be harsh here, but if you're sitting here today and you're saying, I just don't know God's will, Paul says, that's foolishness. Yeah, It's right here. He says, learn the will of God. And here's what he says. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dis- dissipation, but be filled with what? With the Spirit. Spirit. Don't be, don't be, and, and this is a control thing. He's saying, look, don't be controlled because this is what the people at Ephesus were doing. They that was part of their ritual, part of their their idolization. They would get drunk and they thought that was where all the, the mysticism came and where they, their spirituality was when they just got comatose. The drunker they got, the more in tune with the, the gods that they were. Exactly. And so Paul is admonishing them, saying, Don't do that. Right. Be under control with your body. Have control. Be spirit led. And, and then he says, 
and then now he gives an example. What does he say? Speaking to one another. Here, here's, a, here's the fruit of it. Yeah. This is how you know you're spirit-led. Man, we're speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for the things that are in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are we giving thanks? Are you singing psalms? These are the fruits here. Are you giving thanks for the things that God has given to us? And he says, be subject to one another in the fear of God. Are you, are you, is there humility? Are you being subject to one another? Wives, subject to your husbands. Husbands, subject to your wives. Uh, uh, slaves, subject to your masters. Yeah. Children, subject to your wife, uh, uh, parents. Yeah. Uh, we, we are to be spirit-filled. So don't be drunk, but be filled. You know, I remember, you know, back in the day when I was getting drunk, Basically, on a daily basis, I done things that I'm definitely not proud of, and and alcohol controlled my life. In the same way, the spirit on the opposite side is to control my life. The more I'm in the Word, the more I know the Word. Guess what? This is also a choice. This isn't. That's right. This is something that just doesn't come automatically. You are God commands us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me. Let me. So. So there's. There's a aspect of this field that gets taken out of context big time real quick uh, it, it, well the spirit led this isn't the act of just falling back sh- shouting in tongues uh getting all just crazy with it just just falling out we drunk in the spirit is what i think yes, they call it yes that. yes we see that sometimes with some some charismatic people and that's not what paul's talking about at all he, he, the, the, let me let me show you what I think he's talking about here in Colossians chapter three verse sixteen. He uses this. He says here. He says, "Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs." Just what we just read here, mm-hmm. right? In Ephesians, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. The exact same thing, other than there's a there's a difference here. Let the word of Christ dwell within you, and 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 here's what we're talking about. Being this is a these are really the same thing. That the conclusion is, yeah. is it's the same thing. What, what does it mean to be controlled by the Spirit? It means to be dominated by the Word of God. That's it. That is where you're, you want to be filled by the Spirit? Be dominated by the Word of God. Yeah. You know why? Because the Spirit inspired every word on these pages. You want to know the Spirit? You want to know God? Know the Word. All right, good. Sorry. Be, sa- be saved. saved be-, be filled with the Spirit. Be dominated by, by the Word of God. Absolutely. That's how that happens. That's how you're transformed by the renewing of your mind, Phil. And then this, the another thing is, is what? Is uh, to be sanctified. You know, this is a... Let me... I want to pull the, the text up here that, that this is the text that changed my life. This text in First Thessalonians chapter four verse three. I got and it. I, okay, thank you. Oh uh, yeah, I got it pulled up right here. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. Stop right there, real quick. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. Yeah. It doesn't get much clearer than that. This yeah. is the will of God. Yeah. Go that you abstain from sexual immorality. All right, let's keep reading. That each one of you, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness. And honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. So, yeah, go ahead. No, you're to, look, abstain from sexual sin is what he's saying. If you want to be the man of God, sanctification, guess what? Men, women today, if you call yourself a Christian, abstain from sexual sin. That's what you're to do. 
It, you want to be saying if this is this is the will of God for your life. Is if it's pornography, if it's uh, if it's uh, uh, lustful eyes, wandering eyes, if it's if it's anything else, put it down. Yeah, this is the will of God is that you abstain from that your sanctification. Yeah. And if, a young person or old person, if you're you're dating and 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 this guy is trying to have relations with you, that's not love. That's lust, yeah. and that's not God's will. Right. right. So. Uh, First, I was listening to a pastor the other day who was in counseling with a couple, and uh, they were going to get married. And the pastor asked them, well, are you all having sexual relations? And they blushed, and they were. Mm-hmm. I thought, we have time out. Yep. We're already out of God's will. How do you know that he's God's will for your life or she's God's will for your life when you've already violated God's will? Time out, yes. back up, abstain yep. from sexual sins. Absolutely. Well, moving on here, another one, another will for God is, is uh, a will of God is submission. Yeah. Uh, scripture talks about this. James talks about this. Submit, submit to God. Ephesians talks about submitting to others mm-hmm. in humility. Mm-hmm. Right, Hebrews thirteen seven, submitting to pastors and elders. Yeah. Right, those are over the church. And guess what? One other thing, mm. hard one, very difficult. Romans thirteen. Man. Yep. Romans thirteen. <laughs> yep. Submit to uh, the for, government. Yeah. The authorities yeah. that be. The authorities. They, they, they are ministers. They're set in place for a purpose. They're ministers of God. Yeah. Submit to them. Yeah. As long as, yeah, as long as they're. Uh, as long as they're not violating or causing you, you know, to sin, look, you have to submit to their authority. That's God's will. That's it. First Peter two thirteen is a great verse to look at. That uh, number five, suffer. Mm. How, how, uh, there's a there's a suffering here. The will mm. of God is for us to suffer. That's a hard one to stomach. That's a whole different show in itself. But to suffer. Number yeah. six. Look here, saying thanks. We're to be thankful. Boy, what a time, right? Be thankful. We should be thankful uh, as as the will of God. But but here's the thing, Phil. We we talked about these things, right? As far as all, all these things, saving salvation or, or salvation, uh, uh, just uh, uh, saying thanks. Uh, but you're saying here, uh, what about this marriage thing, right? What about what about being married? Um, and and have and choosing a job. What is the will of God in my life, right? What do we say about that? Are you are you about to answer the questions that we're all asking? Yes. You want to know God's will for your life. What 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 have we talked about today? What is God's will? Number one is what? Be saved. Saved. Number two is what? Be uh, spirit filled. Number three. Be sanctified. Number four. Be submissive. Number five. Suffer. Number six. Saying thanks. So what is God's will for your life? Question is, are you are you doing these things that he's commanded? If you are doing those things, right? Yep. Sir, if you're dating the girl and and there are hey, <laughs> and if you desire her and she you know, there there's hey, there's things you can know about who to marry. Yeah. Is she saved first? Well, that's what yeah, Second Corinthians six fourteen yeah. prohibits the, the uh, un, uh, unyoked, yeah. uh, unequally yoked, that's right? God, yeah. Christian marrying an unbeliever. Yeah. That's God's will. Don't do that. What else? Right. Right. Uh, hey, someone of the opposite sex. That's against God's commandment. Yeah. Do not marry someone, uh, s- someone of the same sex. That's pretty simple. That gets us 50 percent chance right there, right? <laughs> right. But but how about this? What about someone someone who is uh, biblically qualified to marry? First Corinthians seven puts restrictions on who you can marry and remarry. Right. What about someone who is single? 
They can't already be married. Breaking up another marriage right. for that sake is is against God's will. All of this is found in God's that's word. It. That's the point. We're not looking for God. You're not looking for a a nudge, a feeling, a nope. uh, a prompting. Nope. You're not being. We are led by the Spirit, but that that doesn't mean God's telling you information yeah. about. He has given us yeah. information in His Word. Yeah, you're not waiting for an open door. Oh, that door open. That means I need to marry Bob. Or if yeah. the, God, if I, if you, if you, if I'm gonna lay this fleece out, if you, if you, uh, if you pass five cars today. Then I want to marry George. No, that's not what he's talking about. We go through the biblical model here. We go through those God's will, and then we also use wisdom as well. Proverbs mm-hmm. talks numerous things about who to marry. Right? We don't want to marry. You don't want to marry people who are uh, 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 contentious. He talks about don't marry a contentious woman. So what happens, Phil? Once we go through these things, yeah. right? Now, now, what is the answer? Who is it that I'm going to marry? What, what am I to do? Whoever you want to. What? <laughs> yeah. Go do what you want to do. If you are, if you are, uh, you're saved, you're spirit filled, you're sanctified, you're submissive, you're suffering, you're thankful. Do whatever you want. You know why? Psalms thirty-seven four. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. What are the desires of your heart when you're walking in obedience? The things that He has yeah. planted in your heart. Yeah. That is God's will. Yeah. It's not hidden. It's not a mystery. You know, it's it's to be known. Right. Yeah, there, it, it is to be known, and it can be known. And there's freedom in our choices that God gives us. But once you follow the biblical model of these right. things that he does, same thing in careers, right? He talks about these things. There's there's career things. You go to the Scripture, see what he has to say about jobs and stuff, and guess what? If he tells you, if, if, it, if, it, is, if it doesn't cause you to sin, yeah. if it's not a sin, it doesn't go against God's moral will, you choose whatever job that, that, that fits awesome? that. That doesn't, is awesome. Doesn't that take some some pressure off of you? It, it, and, and when you're trying to live this life, now, there's there's some people who's just like, I just don't know. I just don't know. We'll obey what we do know. Yep. And then and then and then do what you want to do based on Absolutely. God, how God speaks to us. So uh, that it's so much to wrap up in this in this scripture. But we're we're thankful to be here. We're thankful to be able to. Uh, hopefully, I tell you what, Phil. We need to do a, just a kind of a sidebar, and we'll, we'll do this. We need to do just a quick video that that follows this yep. up, you know. But come back next week. We're going to move forward with Romans uh, chapter twelve. We hope to see you next week. You can always look us up at lifesongradio.com or Lifesong uh, Radio on Facebook, and check us out each week for a new episode. Uh, we hope to see you back next week for another episode of Life Song Radio. You've been listening to Life Song Radio. You can follow us on Facebook and YouTube. And if you want to continue to study throughout the week, check out the resources available on our website at lifesongradio.com. See you next week for another episode of Life Song Radio.